Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, here we are under very unusual circumstances. Ron Cook across from me. Bob Pompiani to my right. An unbelievable wild card weekend. Is that much more unbelievable that it extends to Monday with a Steeler game in Buffalo? Uh, there obviously was no choice on what to do with the game if you can't travel and flights aren't coming into your city and there's a travel ban and there's two feet of snow and 60-mile-an-hour winds. What a philanthropist Adam Crowley is, huh? Bob, did you see that? What is that, the single bullet theory? What are we doing here? What yeah, is that? This is a little extension. Oh, otherwise it looked like a bullet a, to me. I was wondering, what's he doing? Otherwise known as a nipple, and he let me his. How about that? <laughs> Boy, that's a headline. Adam <laughs> lends his nipple to Joe. Ron, how are you today? Question is, how are you? I'm fine. You were off Friday under the weather. You okay today? Yeah. Yeah. That's BS. He was out playing golf. I saw him. No. All no, you no, need no, is no, a no. video confirmation from it. Anyone who was out there, they saw Joe Stark Raven out there doing his thing. No, Bob, I was sick. <laughs> How are you today? I'm fine. It's you, a game day. Can you believe this? It's a Monday Steeler playoff game Well, day. it's a tough situation for them to be in because even if they win, they're going to have a short week going to a team that hasn't played in a while, should be rested. On the road. Good point. Maybe they like it that way, Before we get into it, I wanted to read a a text I got talking about the weather and you being under the weather. Right. My friend Scott Cossack, who always texts me and always makes me laugh, showed me, sent me a video of the ridiculous weather there. And then he said, if you look real close, you can see Starkey streaking across the field, chugging a Jenny Cream Ale. (laughs) Once upon a time. Uh, Right. You right in the middle of it. Chugging a Jenny Cream Ale. Once upon a time, <laughs> that would have been me. That would have been me. Bob, I, you hit on something. I that's, laughed when I heard that's that. That's great. It's just as true for the, the Bills as well. I mean, yeah, ma- I understand ma- that. Maybe, but I, but, but maybe being at home, an, the Bills will be at home. They at least don't have to travel. Well, I'm sure, about, but they now lose an extra day. Kansas City played on a Saturday. So yeah, if the I Bills know. were to win this game, it's not exactly like they're thrilled to be playing on Monday either. The game would have been uh, postponed even if the Bills played in a dome. If you can't travel to a game, then you can't have You're a screwed. game. You can't get there. Agreed? Yes, but, and I know the thing is they want people there, they want the money that comes with it, but just go back to the COVID years. They play with nobody in a stadium. If, Bob, you can't get to the stadium. Who's getting it has to the nothing stadium? to do with it. The they Steelers, could have a dome and they couldn't they get could there. They could have gotten there a day early if they wanted to, if they knew this but was how, coming. Uh, they, and flown a plane in 60-mile-an-hour winds? They did it yesterday. Not in 60-mile-an-hour no, winds? No, but the day before that I'm talking about. So you, 
I'm just saying, right, if I you wanted to do this it at the top of the show, and I'm not, I'm only no, I'm not arguing anything. Stadium? I'm trying to make a point no, that if they, they really wanted to, they could have. They chose not to, and that's the right decision. Who's they? The league and the state. I get it. You can't get there, but I'm saying all I'm saying is they've gone through a time when nobody was in a stadium before. If they really, really wanted to keep it on track and fair, they would have. They could have considered that, but I know so, that they won't. So you implied there, then it's unfair. No, I'm to not who? implying anything. You said if they wanted to keep it fair. This is a talk show. I just brought it up as no, a No, no, as no. A, I'm interested now. It, I'm it, not. It, I, I would a, never have done it. I'm just saying you you said nobody in this. They've done this before under different circumstances, sure. of course. In, in COVID, they, they, right. played, they were forced to play in right. empty stadiums. Exactly. So you said fair. Is this unfair to somebody? No. To play today? No, it's just an, it's it's difficult to play when you have a short week and you got to travel here, back home, then back to Baltimore, and I think it plays. In, if they win, it plays into the hands of the Ravens, which is a natural assumption to make. That's all I'm trying. And to And into say. the hands of the Chiefs because they play. Yeah, on but Saturday. again, Bills being home, I think, helps them a little bit in that regard. They don't have to travel to Kansas City. Kansas City comes to them. Yeah, but if right. you're talking about the Steelers on a short week, the Bills are out of the picture. Right. What are you talking about? Well, you're just saying same thing with the Bills, short week, right? Yeah, but they don't have to travel to Kansas City is what I'm trying to say. Okay. They save themselves a day of that. That's all. So do you think they should have played or no? No. No, but I just brought it up. You, you mentioned no fans at a stadium. I tried to make a little point that well, they've no, done no, it no. before. It's, it's not just fans. It's workers at the stadium. I get it. It's it's emergency conditions. All right. No, no, no. I surrender no, 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 my. No, 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 I'm no, just. I, I brought I just it up as a point just to say they've played before well, let me when finish, nobody was let me there. Finish my point. It's also emergency workers. I know who, who are way better served away from a football game in a city where 47 people died. Last I get year it. In I'm not trying to defend no, but, it. But but we already will have texters texting and agreeing. You know, there's a huge faction of people who think that this game should have been played. And that it's some sort of. I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I don't think I heard well, anyone say. Well, this was just say. a public safety issue. Simple as that. I know it. I'm not. You know, I'm not. You, don't, you can't play a football game when your entire city is paralyzed. I get it. Those people were needed elsewhere. I know. I'm just bringing up when he said there's nobody at a game. I, I all I it was a stupid comment to make. I, okay, is that what you want me to say? <laughs> no. I'm trying to point out a, that no, they've played I'm, before in situations like this under different circumstances. That's all I was trying to say. They have, but, but, but when the, I said nobody at a game, I meant But way first more responders than fans. could get to the game, get get all over the city went during COVID. To me it's entire apples and oranges, Bob. And I don't disagree. I said they shouldn't have played it yesterday it made no sense if you look at my twitter line you'll see that i'm, hey, I'm following all... you a long time ago <laughs> long time ago i know <laughs> i called you stupid and this was even pre-stupid days no i think i think i even called you i, 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 I stopped following you before you even called me stupid. Yeah, i, think I didn't right. need to have the sun's out today tweets bob pompiani it's huh? starting early today, isn't oh, it, Bob? I, can we start over, Charlie? Yeah. Can you go back, go rewind back eight minutes? <laughs> go back. Go ahead. Make up some music. Start over. Let's go. Have you met Nelly, Bob? I met Charlie. Yeah. I know Charlie. Why do you call him Nelly? Yeah, it's a long story. Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, sure oh, oh okay. Nelly. Remember that show? Yeah, I do remember. I remember Match Charles Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want to start over? Yeah, no. let's start over. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Ron. How are you? Beautiful day. <laughs> I've never been better. We have football on a Monday because Buffalo couldn't have a game yesterday because people couldn't get on the roads, into the airport, into the city. It was a travel ban. 
So let's talk yeah, about the game. Yeah, but they the could game. have played the game if they wanted to. <laughs> I knew it was coming. They did it during COVID. Why couldn't they have done it here? Why couldn't they have done it here? Joe, really? Seriously. <laughs> why couldn't they? Bob, what do you think about this? I think they made a prudent decision. In fact, I would have canceled until June 13th. I would have made the field conditions ideal. There's no rush on this. They should have extended the season God by a month you, and a half. Joe. Thank bless you. you. Thank you very kindly. So let's get to the point here, to the fun, to the real issue. Are the Steelers going to hang around in this game? Are they going to hang around? And, Bob, are they even going to win the game? What's your prediction? I think all the pressure is on Buffalo, just as all the pressure yesterday was on Dallas at home, significant underachievers in the playoffs. But the Steelers have been the same way, underachievers in the playoffs. Yet in this instance, the pressure is on Buffalo. They are expected preseason pick to win a Super Bowl by many for several years in a row now, and they are at home. And if they don't – Keep it cl- if this game is you know won early, and if you look at the last three Steeler postseason games, they've all been over by halftime. Steelers cannot afford to do this. They have to take a page out of what Green Bay did and score on the first possession, take off half the clock, and put Buffalo in a different position. If it goes the other way, I think it's tough. If the Steelers hang around, yes, they can win this game. They have the ground game to prove that. So, yeah, I think they can win it. I, I expect a low-scoring game. Do you predict that they will win it? I did yesterday, 13-12. There you go. Uh, I agree with you. On I wrote about this yesterday. The pressure, you know, ten point favorites, as Joe pointed out, would be the biggest playoff loss in Buffalo history. They're the third choice to win the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, Josh Allen is like the third rated quarterback out of fourteen. Mason is out of fourteen. Out of fourteen, sure the pressure's on Buffalo, but I don't like the comparison to Green Bay uh, because the Packers have a Jordan Love and the Steelers don't have a Jordan Love. That kid is fabulous. He is. And, and I mean, really I, I like what on. Mason has done, uh, but I think the Bills have a huge edge. At no, but my point was that's what you have to do in order to to take but there's no possession doubt time away from Josh things Allen. Things tighten up if you get behind up there. Pressure is on Buffalo. Will they ever get over the hump? Man, there's no doubt about that. Will they ever get over the hump? This gave me an extra day to think about the game which is a dangerous thing. Although I'm good in the playoffs, Ron. I'm better in the playoffs than the regular season. You're a primetime performer. I'm Robert Ory. Well, you picked the Steelers today. I took Buffalo. Well, I picked the Steelers to cover right? the, the nine and a half spread. But you guys, I agree with every syllable you just said that, that all the pressure is on Buffalo in this game. Or I should say, I should rephrase that saying there is enormous pressure on them. Enormous. And you can feel it. You could feel it last year when they played Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins in the first round mm. at home and needed Skyler Thompson needed I that. really last second yeah. last minute heroics to beat Skylar Thompson you could feel it in this last Dolphins game last weekend when after the first series the Bills played the whole game offensively like they were behind by 20 points you could feel it yesterday in Dallas it happens man there there's huge expectations and people there are already talking about Kansas City coming to town next week. In the meantime, they have a Steelers team that likes to beat you up if they can. And that has proven that they can do that. And the Bills are extremely vulnerable defensively. They lost their best player, Matt Milano. Now they've lost his backup, who's questionable today, who's a really good player, by the way, against the run. They lost another good run stopper uh, up front defensively recently. Um they're extreme. That's Jordan Phillips. They're extremely vulnerable. Rasul Douglas, who came in and replaced Tredavious White, they got lucky really with a deal and brought in Douglas. Now he's questionable. They're extremely vulnerable defensively, 
and the way for the Steelers to win is the way that every fan and analyst and everybody on earth thinks it should happen. It's obvious. They need to line up and pound the Bills time after time after time and keep Josh Allen off the field. And these are all football cliches, but it's it's the way it's that the Steelers can win. But they're cliches because it, they are true. This is what happens. And another guy you didn't mention was Gabe Davis on offense. He's not going to play Who already. He's killed the Steelers. He's killed them. That's my point. And he's not going to be in there. I didn't realize he had four touchdown passes against Kansas City a couple years. Ago. Yes. In and that a, in that wild it, kickoff game at the end, he had four yeah, touchdowns. And he was the main. The Bills and, and Josh Allen loves thrown to him, so he's gone. That would mean that you're going to have <clears throat> Stephon Diggs, who's very good, but not as good as he used to be. And Joey Porter will try to take him. I still worry about my thing is, can they stop their two-headed monster in the middle, the two tight ends? They're very good. Yeah. That's been a, an Achilles heel for the Steelers forever, and it still is in this day and age. We saw it with Trey McBride when Arizona came in here and just gouged them in the middle of the field. We saw it when New England did it with their tight ends. My point is, if they can stop that, they have a good chance. If they can't, don't be surprised if Josh Allen goes to it a lot. Over and under targets on those two tight ends, I'd go over easily. Me too. I mean, that's, I think, where the Steelers can be most vulnerable. Also, the guy who made the game ceiling interception for Buffalo in Miami. Taylor Rapp. He's out. He's out, too. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, he was injured in that game. Between weather conditions and injuries, this point spread is is way too high. Don't forget T.J. Watt is out. I know. And the Steelers are 1-10 without him. However, if you actually look at those games, they've been very competitive without Mm -hmm. T.J. Watt. They lose at the end. Why? Because TJ's not there, I think, in, in at least some of those instances. To make a game-changing play. Yeah, as a closer. You're missing your closer. But, Ron, I fully expect the Steelers to go up there and be very, very competitive today. The other thing is the, the weather still favors them, you know? Yeah, it's not going to be beat a day at the beach, is it? Yeah, it's not going to be, you know, if you're a 9.5-point underdog and it's a total whiteout, emergency conditions, yeah, then everything's even. But even today, uh, what's it going to be, 20 degrees, I think, by game time. The winds are going to die down. The last I saw at 4 p.m. today, it's going to be 17 degrees with 10-mile-an-hour winds. That's so a, that, it's like a balmy day there. I mean, that favors for sure uh, Josh Allen, and, and he's the beast that they have to tame today. And that's the other thing. His running gives them an extra dimension that the Steelers do not have. Mason Rudolph is not going to be – plowing along, running the ball 17 times. Josh Allen may be their leading ball carrier and their leading rusher today, and that may yeah. not be a good sign. And that wouldn't be a new thing, although James Cook had a good year. He's fumbled a lot. Watch out for Leonard Fournette in conditions like these. I was just going to say, the, and I told Crowley, don't give Bob credit for this if it happens, Ron. I said it first, although he did say it first. Playoff Lenny might show up today. I mean, the he's, he's the kind of back that works well in a condition like today. Yes, he so. does. And he's got something left from what I've seen. His yards per carry low, but he's been a short yardage guy for mm-hmm. them. He's like the Jerome Bettis at the end of his career. Just give him the ball in those tight situations, and he normally can plow his way through. So the way I see it, in the end, the Steelers put a major scare into the Bills today and but, maybe even physically outplay them. But Josh Allen finds a way to win in the end. I'm going to take the Bills 17-16. to 16. How about you, Ron? Uh, my Post-Gazette prediction yesterday was Bills 17, Steelers 6. So I have the Bills covering the, the minus so, 10. So with 6, minus 10. are you suggesting in that that they just Maybe a won't couple, be able to run the ball and I, therefore I just, can't pass you know, the ball? This was when the conditions were going to be a little bit worse than they it's are. It's still going to be bad, though. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I just think Buffalo's the better team slightly with the better quarterback significantly. Okay, let me ask you this question. 
If you're the Baltimore Ravens sitting at home right now, who would you rather face, the Steelers or the Texans? Well, you know, the Steelers, I know, have won four in a row there and seven of eight. I get that. But the C.J. Stroud is a revelation. I would think they would still rather play the Steelers because they'll say, well, Lamar didn't play in a bunch of those games, even though the Steelers have done really well against Lamar. What was the question? If you're Baltimore, who would you rather see come to you next week, the Steelers or the Texans? Man, that's a good question. I think they'd rather see the Texans. So with a young I. quarterback, even though I, I, I love C.J. Stroud, I've been on if, him the whole time. Was he perfect? Was his rating perfect the other day? So was. Did you see the stat lines between him and Jordan Love? Almost completely uh, identical. I know. Every I mean, single stat. He had two more yards than did well, um, Joe Jordan. suggested we talk about the young quarterbacks. How about this question? Who had the worst quarterback day over the year? Flacco? Weekend Flacco? Well, I'd have to say Dak Prescott. Dak? Uh, Prescott, and there was who was the one other one, the third one? Uh, Tua. 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 It had to be Flacco. He threw consecutive. No, but I'm six. talking about with the expectations on Dak Prescott, who who's being paid a handsome sum Tua of money. Tua was horrible. The expectations too. They were at all home, horrible. Yeah. I mean, you they could, you know, that job that job might be open now because you know Mike McCarthy, even though they won a division, the expectations there are so high, and with available guys out there like Harbaugh and Belichick, who knows what Jerry Jones will do? I I normally would say he would. He's been more. A guy who believes in stability. He let Jason Garrett go for how many years? And there was calling. But there's a difference now. I know. He's 81 years old. And he hasn't been to the po- the Super Bowl since 1995. I don't think his patience is going to be as good. And did you see his comments afterwards? He yeah, said, he was. Floored. He used the word yeah. floored. And he said, this is beyond my imagination what happened here. Well, I, I mean, Bella, he's 81 I, and he's running out of time. But their players totally underperform. Oh, there's no specifically doubt. Specifically, you know, I know. Let's we can blame Prescott all we want. And I heard on the morning on on first get up, you know, Rex Ryan said uh, that Prescott was terrible. But he said, "How about the Cowboys' vaunted defense?" Just like the Green Cleveland Bay Browns came vaunted defense. out and went 75 yards in eight minutes to do it. And he said that set the tone for the whole game. And, and, and their how defense, about Cleveland? I, I Cleveland's mean, defense. Parsons, everyone you know. talked about Miles Garrett. He didn't touch any. He was it was even there. I didn't notice. They put out an APB. Where's Miles Garrett? He didn't touch anybody the last six weeks of no. the season. They had one sack in seven games, Joe. Yeah. Nate, uh, Nick Herbig has more sacks in the last six games than does Miles Garrett. And yeah. Nick Herbert never plays. That turned out. I was gonna ask Did you I, guys. I got another great stat for you. I thought I saw this. AT and T Stadium. We know that rocket ship, right? Yep. The Packers have won more playoff games there than the Cowboys. Yep. Wow. Think about that. That counts, that counts the Mike the Super Bowl. That, that win counts against the Super Bowl. Steelers, yeah, right. the Steelers. But they've won more playoff games in that building than the Cowboys. I love that. And Huge. now Mike Is McCarthy. there anything better than seeing Jerry Jones squirm like that, though? <laughs> I, I, you know, I know hey, he's a multi-billionaire and, you know, he's going to go on, but it wasn't it enjoyable to see. I kept waiting for them to show him every time Green Bay scored. They he's, didn't he's show him enough for my enough. taste. He's a very dislikable character. Very. The Houston Texans have more playoff wins since their inaugural season than the Dallas Cowboys do in that time, in the same time span. They also have more playoff wins than the Steelers since the Steelers went to the Super Bowl in 2010. In fact, I think it was Ed Bouchette a few years ago, Ron, in one of our loud arguments on the air. When I pointed that out, who said, who would you rather be, the Texans or the Ste- or the Pittsburgh Steelers? And I said even then, this was during the Deshaun Watson thing, 
the Texans because they're going to wind up getting a quarterback again. Which, how about, how about the, they did? How about and the I would much rather be the Texans right now yeah. because so would of that I. kid. How about just the fact that the Houston Texans left as a doormat, trade their trouble to Sean Watson to Cleveland, who gives them a boatload of everything. Right. So now they make the prudent picks, not only with him, but with uh, the defensive Will lineman. Anderson. They got Will Anderson, who's right. been terrific. Right. So now they got all this extra value plus a young quarterback who's on his first year, whereas – Cleveland has all that it's money unreal. absorbed, and they have no picks. And I heard Stefanski say, we're ready to go back to Deshaun next year. He's going to be great. Right. Good luck. Well, we'll see. Good luck with that. <laughs> and Mike McCarthy is now probably going to get fired, I would say. And it's it, unbelievable. It's a, it's a he, go, he goes 12-5, and 12-5, Wins year. a playoff game last year and loses one, I think, or was it the year before? He's won a playoff game. And he gets absolutely destroyed. Bill Belichick gets destroyed. Tomlin, who never, ever, ever wins a playoff game and is a little over 500 every year, it's not the fact that he doesn't get destroyed. It's that he gets exalted every year, including this year. They could lose today 37-3. to And <laughs> national media will be saying, what a phenomenal job that guy did this year. You can't extend him soon enough. It's just really interesting to me, like the comparison, the, 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 the difference there between people like, let's say, McCarthy, McCarthy and Tomlin. Yeah, no, there's no question. It's a different uh, scale there. And, you know, if you look overall at the 17 years, how many playoff seasons has Mike Tomlin have here? Four in 17? Is that correct? You mean playoff wins? Playoff, Win getting seasons? to the playoff, getting to the playoffs. Or he's been there more than four years. Okay. So One, what's your two. point? I'm just you mean, I'm you adding mean, up. You, you the mean years, years in they, which he's had a playoff win? I, I mean, my years God, in which he's yeah, I he's won what right. four or five years uh, four or which, five division titles. No, right? I'm talking about yeah, years in which that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, years if, in which he's if, had in a which win. he got a win in the oh, playoffs. Oh, I got you. That's what I, I meant. I think say. it is four. I, I, I think it's too early. It's ten twenty three. Having said that, I need more coffee. Charlie, help me. Having said that, one game makes all the difference. Look at the Detroit Lions how they're going to be viewed this season. I think the Steelers' season, obviously, uh, to me, the difference between a failure of a season and a smashing success is a win today. And I would be first in line to say Tomlin did a hell of a job if they go in and beat the Bills today. If they don't. As a nine, ten and a half, ten-point favorite. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a daunting assignment, but it's how the game is played, too. If it's a close game and they, you know, that's fine. I, I get it. Somebody's going to win. Just like yesterday, I thought the Rams, until the last decision they made to punt, which I couldn't believe it because – Me neither. McVay Me never neither. does that given the circumstances they were in, and they did it. But, I mean, that was a hell of a football game, and Matt Stafford is a warrior. And So, so yeah, Tom. at least be competitive today. At least be competitive. Yeah. Don't give up 40 points. Yeah. No, if it's – if it, uh, you know, I don't think that'll happen. I just don't think – I don't think, I don't the think it's going to be that right high for score. that sort of a game. The opportunity is there to win. Like, the nine and a half points is, to me, one of the strangest lines I've seen. And it hasn't really moved too, too much either. It was 10. Yeah, but it just by .5, go, I, I thought there might be some movement the other way. Yeah, it hasn't moved a lot at all, really. It's gone nine and a half, 10, nine and a half. That's, <laughs> that's been it. And the Bills, I mean, who do they blow out anyway? Who have they blown out? 
Anybody? Uh, yeah, they, Dallas, they went through. They went through. A, they went through a great stretch there. Where when in that six-five game win streak, look at some of their games. I thought they twenty-four, and, twenty-two, and also look at early in the season. They they lost some games early, and then they went on a big streak before they went on a losing streak, and they blew out everyone. Well, they blew out Vegas, Washington, Miami, which Miami, looks, which looks less impressive. Well, but they beat them and blew them out. Well, they did, but that was in October, and they beat them in December. By a touchdown. But they, they beat, still beat them. I know. They beat New England by six. They beat the Chargers by two. They beat Kansas City by three. They beat Tampa by six. Who, who, who do they blow out? Look at the beginning of the year. Didn't they have – they won a lot of games by lopsided scores, if my mind is working no, correctly. I, yeah, I said Vegas, Washington, Miami. Right. Those when, are, it, when it was sunny and when, it was, okay, when they were they playing did great and when they were healthy. They're missing their deep threat today, a guy who's killed the Steelers. They're missing – Tons of people, and so are the Steelers. You're no, picking the Steelers. The Steelers are only missing one, right? One what? Well, one, one key guy. Well, since no, o- I I'm think they're missing their entire October. Oh, oh they're, they're missing. Roberts I thought you were talking back. about everybody's yeah. playing today except TJ, right? Well, but, I mean, they got Miles Jack and, and, and Rowe again. Those guys are fine, except they're not the, the guys you counted on and brought yeah, in The guys here. you count on are playing. Mink is going to play. Mink is going to play. KZ is going to play. going to play. Yep. Yeah, I think it's uh, – That's why you think the Steelers will win. No, I think the Steelers are going to play tight to the vest, run the ball well, and I think it's going to come down to a kick by Boswell late in the game. And I still think I trust him in these conditions. I also they are. think the game's coming down to a kick, and I think the now what worries me is the punting game. Uh, you know, again, if they say the winds are going to diminish, that's that's fine. But even with some wind, punting in that stadium is no easy. Did they job. dress Brad Wing. Why did they bring Brad Wing in? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Just, I mean, I mean unless Harvin's hurt. Could they just go with the other guy today? Well, wings and buffalo work well, don't they? Uh-huh. You like that horse? I like that horse. Like horse, that horse, you like that? <laughs> Very nice, Bob. It's off the top. Fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. South Hills Kia fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia. Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillskia.net. And, of course, the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless they get money for you. You should listen <clears throat> starting at 1 today. We're out at 1. Pony and Muller are live at Shorty's Pins and Pints, presented by CGR Wholesale Roofing and Signing Company, brought to you by Armstrong Business Solutions and Hampton Beer Outlet. They will get you ready for the game at Shorty's Pins and Pints, starting at 1 p.m. Bob has a Steelers win. I have a Bills win, but we both have it coming down to a kick at the end, a very competitive game. Ron has a more decisive Bills win at 17-6. to How do you see this game playing out? And do you think the Steelers are going to come back here with a win and head into Baltimore? Would that be unbelievable? On Sunday night, 412-928-9370, 928-9370. All right, J.P. Roofing and Siding. Joe Potochnik, many years ago, decided he was going to go into business for himself. He wasn't going to have his own boss. He was going to be the boss. And 42 years later, look at what this man has built. He's the owner. He's the general manager. He's the coach, and he's the star quarterback of a team called J.P. Roofing and Siding, and they win, and they win a lot. They've been out to my house a couple times, told me what was wrong, and then fixed it, and then I didn't worry about it. It's a very simple formula. 
for winning. $500 off any roofing or siding installation right now as the weather has turned. And, excuse me, uh, as I told you, you can do preventative or fix something that's wrong, right? If If you think something might be wrong, well, they'll take care of that too. And if something's broken, as I told you, They'll fix it, and you won't worry about it again. Give them a call, 412-829-7711. That's 829-7711. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Enormous pressure on the Buffalo Bills today. And I think Bob had an apt comparison. It's not unlike the Cowboys. The Bills are a team that has been a, a Super Bowl pick, I'd say multiple years in the last four years, a popular Super Bowl pick uh, with Vegas, with the football world in general, and they have failed. And in Kansas City two years ago, they failed in the most miserable uh, way possible. They Joe, they're still the third the best end. third betting choice this year. Yeah. After the two, uh, the two number one seeds, after Baltimore and San Fran, they're the third choice. Tons of pressure, and to be quite frank, they haven't really thrived under pressure. Now, they have won down the stretch this year. That is true. But the real pressure starts now. All, all they've done to this point is get where everybody thought they should be anyway. And that, that's what pressure means, is you can go 12-5 and five if you're the Cowboys, and it means absolutely nothing unless you win in the playoffs. It's amazing to see that the Steelers – I call them the team of low expectations. In a way, that's a wonderful way for a coach to thrive. Nobody ever expects anything from you. And then when you either deliver on low expectations or barely exceed them, you're in great shape. It's different when people expect things from you and big things. And the Bills are in that category right now. And all I can think of, Bob, is last year when Miami came to town and everybody there thinking, all right, let's move on. Let's get the Bengals next week here in Buffalo in the snow. And they almost lost to Skylar Thompson. And I thought they were really trying to choke their way to a loss in Miami last Monday night or Sunday night, whenever that game was. And luckily they got a punt return and things changed. And Miami is just not good. But Buffalo could wilt under that pressure if, as you said, the Steelers especially – if the Steelers get off to a good start, then everybody in that building starts feeling the way they did in Dallas. You could see it on the players' faces, oh. coaches' face, and in, in the in the building itself. It, 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 even if, you know, is the key there was they marched down the field, 75 yards, took seven and a half, eight minutes, 
but they pound it in for a touchdown. If it's a field goal, then you can always you know defer back. Oh well, it's bend but not break. They didn't score. We're three. We get the ball back. It's a whole different dynamic. When they jammed it down their throat the way they did with Aaron Jones leading the way, um, then you felt it. I, I did. And we were in our sports department down at KDK. I said, I, I got a feeling Dallas is in trouble. And one of the guys said, it's one possession. I said, but it was a big possession. It just set a tone, right? You can set tones early in games. Eight just as, Just Eight as the Steelers minutes. have fallen behind so many times in the first quarter of playoff games. And the next thing you know, they're down big in the halftime. And they can't recover. Eight-minute drive. That was impressive. What we haven't talked about is what I think the big fear would be today, at least what it is for me, and that is that Mason turns into a pumpkin. Is that thought in you your know, mind at I all? I thought I, somebody texted me, my buddy uh, Chris Wappler texted me and said, the magic has run out for Flacco. I'm afraid it might run out for Mason. That's That thought entered my mind too. It's a thought. I'm not making it a prediction, but it's a recurring thought, Bob, that Mason turns into a pumpkin today. Because it is, it's going to be throwable conditions, ten mile an hour winds, um, and the one thing that everybody was saying about the blizzard is that yeah, it favors the Steelers, but it would also take what I think is their most talented offensive player completely out of the game. That's Pickens. Well, now he's back in. Yeah, I, I mean, not that he's going to throw the ball. At least you don't hope so. Because yesterday, I, well, how many times did Dak Prescott throw? It? I ended up over fifty because of them falling behind. You don't want that scenario. So the key is to stay in it, be close, run the ball, pick your spots. And I think Mason's done a good job of picking spots. And when he surveys the field and doesn't see a shot worth taking, he does know where his checkdowns are. He doesn't go to the checkdown as a primary receiver. He knows where they are. He's done a good job with that. So I think as long as they manage the game the right way and keep in it, I think that you know that one-on-one coverage down the field could be huge. Uh, and, and they have to exploit it when necessary. I don't know how many times. Still got to get him the ball, though. You got to get him the yeah, ball. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty confident if if you throw what he's shown recently with his footwork along the sidelines going up and yeah. winning balls, if you give him a shot, he's more times than not going to make it for you. The one thing the Bills can still do defensively is rush the passer for sure, <clears throat> and they can take it with those safeties. Safeties they can, they are can great. They can take the ball away. Safeties are great. And I think about that first pass he had, or one of the early ones in Baltimore that was right in the safety's hands, and he dropped it. So, yeah, that thought is there. How about for you at 412-928-9370, 928-9370. Nelly, let's hit up some phone calls here, how people are feeling about the uh, prospects of the Steelers winning today. Oh, we got Brian in Brookline. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys. A couple points, Joe. Uh, playoff Lenny is inactive for today, uh, so that's one. Who? Um, also, Playoff Lenny, Lenny Fournette. He's oh, he's inactive. inactive. I didn't know yeah. that. When did they wow. do that? Yeah, we didn't I, have I didn't that see yesterday. that either. When did that? They don't make him inactive until ninety minutes before yeah. the game. Well, it was it was all over ESPN and uh, the wire that he's inactive. Today, I just saw the list. I, I just I just saw the list on uh, NFL Network. They listed who was out. They didn't say him. Yeah, he's, and we did no, not see right. that. And they don't make they don't. Is, is it correct? Is he is he out? He is out. They don't make the inactives until ninety minutes before the game, unless he got you hurt rules, yesterday. But if you rule somebody out, you could do that ahead of time. Okay. I'm seeing some headlines okay, to that so, effect. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked so by that. Question, <clears throat> question for you. So why don't they use Nick Herbig because of his motor skills and his right? Why would they go to the Golston versus Herbig? Don't you think you like Herbig as a T.J. Watt clone to just his motor? He just keeps on going. 
And second point is throw it long to uh, George Pickens, straight line. You either get a pass interference call or Mason completes the ball. Either way, you're going to win that matchup. Well, I think both Golden and uh, Herbig are going to play. I mean, they rotate guys all the time, even when TJ is in there. So I think you're going to see plenty of both of them. And, yeah, if Mason puts the ball in a good spot that isn't interceptable, uh, yeah, you, chances are you're going to get a catch or at least a, uh, or a pass interference or at least an incompletion. Just can't have it be an interception. Any thoughts yeah, on that? I just wanted to... No, I just uh, did you find out about uh, Leonard Fournette? Was I correct? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yes, sir. NFL Network is behind on this one. Appreciate it, man. I don't know if people consider it a huge story, but... Uh, He's a power runner in crappy conditions, right? Yeah. I mean, now it's going to be up to James Cook. Let me Who, make who's sure. had a pretty me, good year, make... James Cook? He's... I know, but I don't trust him. Bob. Your son has done a good job, Ron. He's really I don't trust dynamic. Him. I don't trust him at all. He's fumbled four times. I get it. He had a great game against the Cowboys, or whatever that's worth. But he also, he also, I'm reading Tim Graham's piece right now, dropped 11.3% of his catchable targets. That's the only guy worst at running back and dropping passes was Jerome Ford in Cleveland. He fumbled four times on 281 touches. The only guy in the league who fumbled more as a running back was Austin Eckler. That's problematic, man, going into this game, don't you think? I may have an explanation on Fournette. Um, my buddy texted me, said, I think he was on the practice squad, and they did not call him up. You know how they call up these guys? I think there's a deadline oh, for Oh, yeah, that's like true. Like Miles yeah. Jack. And they, they did it yesterday, up. Jack. Eric and Rowe. Rowe, yeah. And maybe, maybe they decided not to call him up. Yeah, because he wasn't injured. There were no injury reports that had his name on it. So maybe they just left him on the practice squad. It's just very odd. Tim Graham, again, who, who, who covers the Bills very well, when I posted this story Friday morning about James Cook, replies overwhelmingly said the answer would be Leonard Fournette, but the Bills didn't call him up. He's staying in the minors, Bob. What are they doing? I don't know. I mean, you know, they, maybe they feel they need that roster spot somewhere else because of their injuries in other places. I don't know. Makes no sense to me either. Oh, here's a guy who covers the Bills. Could be an indication of Tyrell Dodson's availability, which would be gigantic. He's the linebacker who replaced <clears throat> Matt Milano and was having a very good year. Maybe the extra day helped him get ready. And they need that know. roster spot. But who's going to be? they got to have a backup running back, right? Yeah, they've got those, but... Uh, from what I saw from Fournette, I thought that he was going to be a factor today. I really did. Yeah, so did I. I thought he was made for it. Who's up next? We have Rich in Forest Hills. Hi, Rich. Hey, fellas. Um, you know, when you guys look at the schedule and look at the uh, performance of the two teams this year, uh, let it be known um, that the Bills lost six games by 21 points. The Steelers' losses were about 100 points. Uh, a couple of those Bills games, they probably should have won. So I, I think you guys are looking at the record wrong. Um, the other point I want to make is, well, wait, wait, Ex I would expand on that a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Bills were in every single game. They could have been undefeated. Um, you know, they're um, they've had some they've had some injuries. They've had the, the, the thing with their schedule and the Steelers schedule and the Bills schedule is essentially equivalent in strength of schedule. 
The uh, but the Bills, uh, the travel schedule for the Bills was a little bit more difficult. So what's your overall point there? I'm not getting your overall point. My overall point is that people are making the the assertion, and maybe I'm misreading you guys, that they haven't been very impressive in their performance this year. You know, they were closer to an undefeated team than. You know, I'm not saying that they, they lost were, at home to the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos, and they lost on the road I, to the Aaron Rodgers less New York Jets. You have to be kidding me. I, I'm not kidding you. They you almost know, missed the playoffs, by the way. They almost missed the playoffs. I'm telling you that they are they are primed and ready to go. I, okay. I disagree with the assertion that they may, uh, you know, stumble here. They're not going to stumble. And I'll tell you something else. The irony that uh, uh, Mason Rudolph uh, saved uh, Tomlin's, uh, you know, regular season winning uh, uh, bacon is not to be dismissed. Um, Thank you. I'm not quite sure what the uh, point was with that last thing. I don't know either. And on the first I mean, the Bills do not look overwhelming to me by any stretch. I'm not saying the Steelers do either. They beat – you know, two bad defensive teams in the Baltimore JVs to win the last three games. But Buffalo certainly doesn't look as strong as they've, to me, the last couple of years, Joe. No, they're just not. They're the, just the, not. The team that they almost lost to at home last year to Skylar Thompson <clears throat> was way better than this team they're going to put on the field today. But the problem is you got to deal with the beast that is Josh Allen. And he, the guy who just called, wanted to make the point that some of their losses were close. Of course, what he fails to point out is that some of their wins were very close, like 14-9 at home against the New York Giants on a horrible missed interference call in the end zone at the end. Remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one. So he doesn't want to point that out. He doesn't want to point out that they beat the Chargers 24-22 against Easton Stick. That was two weeks ago. Or that the crappy and quitting Patriots came to town and almost beat them. It was 27-21, and the Patriots had the ball late with a chance to win the game. So if you're going to point out that the Bills had all these close losses, they had bad close wins as well. They're a better team. I think they're a more talented team than the Steelers. But well, they got a big advantage at quarterback. That's the thing. A big advantage, and I, I, you know, I love what Mason has done, but they got a big advantage at that position. Now he's been known to turn it over. Um, I didn't realize he threw more interceptions. I think he had 18. Then only Sam Howell with 21 had more. Yeah. He'll turn it over. But it says a but lot about him. he also makes big plays. It says that he ain't scared of the moment, and he'll throw it wherever he thinks he's going to get it. He believes in his arm, and we saw that. We saw both sides of Josh Allen in the Miami game. In the first half, he was erratic a little bit uh, through the interceptions. Miami had the lead. Then in the second half, he turned into Josh Allen, superhero. And so I he can do I that in the get same over. game. The 16-yard run on third and 15 late in the game. I mean, that's him. I mean, and he gave up his body to do it, and he got the first down. That's the one thing that, that when you that's the one wild card of this game today. If he gets those situations, and there's nobody open downfield, he will tuck it away. And do the Steelers have what it takes to get to him to knock him down and stop him from extending drives? I don't know. So the Bills are three and zero when Josh Allen does not turn the ball over. Three and zero. They're seven and three when he turns it over once and one and three two or more times. Yeah, I looked I, that up too. I think you're right. I think there were, God bless you, Joe. Um, I think there was uh, only, like, as you pointed out, I think he threw an interception in, I think, all but three games. Right. 
But I don't think you're going to see him win multiple ones today. If he doesn't go multiple interceptions, the Steelers have a problem. Mank is back. You never know. I just don't think you're going to see that many opportunities on compared to what a normal day With may be field, for him. Yeah. Uh, weather conditions. I don't know. It sounds to me like it's going to be trending back toward pretty decent throwing conditions at 10 miles. Yeah, but that field, that field is frozen. I know. They don't have any kind of heating system on that field. And I know I've I've read articles where you know this better than me, where they've been trying to do that. They've I been thought trying. they all had heaters underneath them. I don't think Buffalo does, does it? I honestly I, don't know. I don't think they do. I don't know either, but I thought they all did. I know on days like this, depending on the well, conditions. Orchard Park, how old is that stadium? 1972 or okay. something. Okay. If they did it, they had to have done it recently because they didn't have it. And if I don't know. That's yeah, a you good know question. who else is at a disadvantage, though, is defensive backs. That's why Jim Kelly had so many big right. games. No, What's it, what do they say? The receiver, running. the receivers know where they're going. It's true. The defensive backs don't. And the other thing with Josh Allen is, he's like a point guard that has the ball all the time, more than most because he's running around back there. So that helps to account for his turnovers. He also led the NFL in total yards and touchdowns, total touchdowns, total yards, and total touchdowns. And I guarantee you. He led the NFL in sacks avoided. I don't even think his offensive line's very good. The guy is unbelievable back there. He had he took the fewest sacks of any quarterback in the league who made at least twelve starts, and by no rights should he have that stat. Yeah, but that's all him. It's that's all. That's, that's that what I'm is saying. a wild card with him. Their offense is is, and I know Cook had a good year. Thank it's, you. It's Thank you, Joe. I appreciate well, you saying that. It's virtually all him. It is. So that helps account for the turnovers. But, man, if, if he starts making stupid throws in the red zone for no reason, then the Steelers can absolutely yeah, win this I game. still tell you that I worry about Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox. Yeah. I just do. I just have a bad feeling about those guys, just as I did with some of these guys like Trey McBride of Arizona. Uh, who's the guy from um, New England, the tight end? I think he had three touchdowns. Um, Hunter Henry. Yeah. I mean – those are the kinds of people they have in Buffalo. Well, this whole situation has raised another question that I'd ask these gentlemen about next, and that is <clears throat> cold-weather stadiums, cold-weather football. Do you still love it? Should it still be a thing? Is Has the league changed to the point where teams like the Bills and the Steelers, Broncos, Browns, should be thinking about domed stadiums? Let's talk about that at the top of the hour. First, <clears throat> Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line brought to you by Edgar and Snyder & Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Join Pony and Muller's Shorties Pins and Pints on Monday, today at 1 o'clock before the game. They'll be broadcasting there starting at 1. We're out early. Enjoy 250 IC lights and $10 taco bar during the game. South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Fiat 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. We'll be taking your predictions throughout the show at 412-928-9370. We'll do that throughout the show. And we'll also get to, I was thinking this morning, man, my top five, my top 10 quarterbacks have really changed. Let's talk about that coming up as well. Sun Chevrolet weather Starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com today, high of 24 with a chance of snow in the overnight. Ron? Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. 
Uh, I love their slogan. It comes right from the top, right from Bob Beal, the owner. He's built a plumbing company empire. He and his right-hand man, Spider Alexander. Got to give Spider his credit. The slogan, the motto is a good one. Quote, we're Mr. Reuter. Call us. We're the best plumbers in the business. They are the best plumbers in the business. That's why they're going on 21 years in this market. Do you know how good you have to be at anything to last in any market 21 years? Of course you know how good you have to be, and that's how good Mr. Reuter Plumbing is. Over 50 trucks out on the road every day ready to come to your home to fix a broken water heater, maybe to your uh, to your place of business to fix a backed-up sewer. It doesn't matter. Uh, the only number to call when any kind of a plumbing problem is 412-ROOTER-2. 412-ROOTER-2. Phones round... Uh, Answer round the clock. Weekend's holidays. Today's a holiday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, but the phones will be answered to Mr. Reuter Plumbing, 412 Reuter 2, and one of those 50-plus trucks will head to your home or your business to fix the problem. They've been doing it for almost 21 years. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Reuter Plumbing. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.